This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Oh, hello everybody. It is Mike here. Apologies, there has not been an episode for a few weeks. Um, things have just been super busy and uh, had a bit of personal stuff come up in my personal life, but we are back. We are so close to the end of this bloody book and uh, I, I wanted to plug here very quickly. If you like what I do and if you like this podcast or anything at all that I do, then you can support me for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon, patreon.com slash radio mic. Uh, there is now a bonus podcast that is accessible to uh, Patreons with me and Pat who is a producer who works for me and with me on a bunch of my stuff. So we do a bonus podcast once every week, but more like once every 10 days if you average it out. So if you want to listen to more of me, because I assume that a part of you just likes me, which is why you listen to this. Um, but I don't know, maybe you hate me and you just love Harry Potter so much that you're willing to sit through it. Either way, patreon.com slash radio mic. Here is this week's episode. Jackie Hutton is my guest. Uh, heaps of people really loved Jackie the first time she came on. So I am hoping she will be a semi-regular guest on this show moving ahead. This chapter is called The Man With No Anus. And uh, I think this is probably the most coherent and uh, happening chapter of the lot. Enjoy this and thank you for your ongoing support. I will speak to you soon. Our post episodes coming when I do them. Uh, thank you so much. Goodbye. Well, not goodbye. Enjoy the podcast. And then when it's finished, goodbye till the next step. Bye-bye. Not goodbye. Okay, you get it. 50 years after the events of the final Harry Potter books and Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote an entire series of fan fiction books based on Hogwarts. This is book one in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the boys. Hamoras, everyone. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys, a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Waves Michelangelo. Jackie Hutton is back. Welcome back to the pod. Thank you for having me. You speak. You can speak a bit louder and closer to the mic. Thank you. <laughs> no, um, you were you were very popular on the last chapter you read, which mm. was the one where potions teacher Mister Charger writes an email mm. to. Boris Mailman, <laughs> and you read it so well. You were such a pro. Yeah, I. Uh, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy few weeks since it came up. I mean, uh, I haven't been able to sleep with the paparazzi, but that's <laughs> paparazzi outside your. I've been to your house. Yeah, it's quite small. Where are the paparazzi or paparazzi? Well, they're quite singular. small paparazzi. They're 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 like those mini people from um. Mm. What's that movie with the small people? Downsizing with Matt Damon. Yeah, you haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> I think I, I I don't need to. I think when, <laughs> when you see the paparazzi, what do you do? Do you wave or do you just go about your day? No, 
No, I walk up to them and I say, hey, you do not get an ugly photo of me. And, and they never do. And you're like, you're so fucking small. If I wanted to, I could just squash you like an ant. So you watch yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then they say, they'll be like, okay, first of all, that's really rude. You can't call people ants like that. <laughs> and then I'm like feeling really guilty about it. So I go and like make little like outfits for them oh i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say thank you cards but why would you make a thank you card <laughs> <laughs> hang on i'm just gonna turn this heater off because it's gonna get really hot in here very quick yeah. um well that's really i'm glad we've uh, spiraled you into some success how have you been we were just talking off air and mm. you, you were telling me you're having like <laughs> like five existential crises at once, which yes. we, we can get into like one of them. But really, the people are here for Harry Potter based content. Yeah. So, what do you do? You want to do? You want to raise any of those points? If you're okay, this is going to be way too hard to get. Look, if you replace a car part, <laughs> so I was I. <laughs> I'm okay, the- so so far this <laughs> podcast, it feels like we're both this is all high, over the place, which we're yeah. not. But this is probably sorry, guys. Before we were talking, I was trying to tell Jackie <laughs> that someone will explain it better if you know right in. I that won't be invited back for this <laughs> uh, next time. <laughs> I was you trying to the podcast. Tell her that analogy. Should I just not even do it? The car analogy. Let's just leave it as. I an think off-air you thing. need to now. Okay, otherwise- so I was trying to tell Jackie that thing about if you have a car. And gradually, one by one, you replace bits mm. of the car. Is it the same car at the end once all the parts have been replaced? Mm. And we were taught we were having a wider discussion about identity. But that's actually a thing that happens to people anyway, because like every seven years, yes, your cells. Right. So yeah. I can't be held responsible for anything I did under the age of seventeen. Do you understand? <laughs> Um, we should actually talk about <laughs> Harry Potter a bit. Uh, we should do actually, a, we should just do a proper podcast that's not Harry Potter and the boys. Mm. Let's do a mic talks and we can cool. talk about the car analogy yeah. to how's, as much or as little as you <laughs> want to talk about. We can talk about it. Um, obviously, well, not obvious to you because I assume I'm going to go out on a whim and say you haven't listened to any episode after the one you did of this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, no, only my episode. <laughs> yeah, so... Wow, things have taken a pretty big turn right. since uh, you were last on. Um, and we're really coming to the end of the book now. Mm. So basically the boys have been going through a series of chambers underneath Hogwarts to get to the secret room. When Are they secret chambers? Yeah, I guess they're secret chambers. Oh, they're not. It's not the chamber. <laughs> It's not the Chamber of Secrets, though. Um, right. These are other secret chambers. This is, you know, at some point, other chambers that were <laughs> secret, but were not the Chamber of Secrets, were made. Right. Okay. And they're about to get to the secret room, mm-hmm. which is where Boris Mailman and Mr. Charger have been scheming and are mm-hmm. planning to meet there on the 10th of June at 10 p.m. to kill someone. And that's kind of where we're at. I guess this is like, I had a flick through. This is one of the longest chapters of the book so right. far. And I don't know if it's very laugh centric because we are nearing the end. So things mm. are serious. I know you're a comedian, but you're going to have to put your serious hat on, your serious black hat on to use That's Harry. my name. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we should get into the fanfic though. Are you ready for it? 
Uh, yeah, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. All right. Now, if you replaced one word of the fanfic one by one, mm-hmm. at the end of it, would it still be the same fanfic? Um, yeah, I've actually spoken to my lawyers about this and I think if I can replace up to 80% of this, I can get away with claiming this as my <laughs> own fan, fan fiction. Yeah, um, <laughs> fine. All right. And also, guys, there hasn't been an episode for a while, which I sincerely apologise for. Um, I've been trying to get Jackie in for ages, but because of several uh, calendar fuck-ups on my end, I've had to reschedule. So sorry about that, Jackie. Thanks for being here. It's so fine. And uh, just to reiterate, this chapter is not funny. No. It's very is, serious. This is a serious chapter and this is about as serious as the chapter where Dumbledore dies, I would say. That is serious as Harry's godfather. <laughs> anyway, the that's chapter no, is called actually, The Man With No Anus. That's actually not funny what you said because this is a not funny episode. Chapter 29, The Man With No mm. Anus. And that is not funny. <laughs> now, but <laughs> what? Don't laugh no, but can that. I just say, first of all, you know, as someone who hasn't been with the pod for a while, mm. you've Imagine you open a book to chapter 29 and it says the man with no anus. Mm. What are you thinking at this point? How does he poop? Well, that, I mean, that's your, it's sort of like Immediate. cat dog, isn't it? Yeah. You wonder how cat dog poops. But uh, we might find out. You go ahead and launch into it. All right. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, sung Derek. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then you really ought to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Pause. And at no point, I think, did did J.K. Rowling write a full nursery rhyme mm. into her book. So this is a first for the Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Watch J.K. Rowling do that in her next book after listening to yeah. Harry Potter and the Boys. <laughs> the whole pop goes the weasel. <laughs> Harry Potter and the popping weasel. <laughs> So Derek is singing. Derek is singing. I thought you said you were going to sing a sad song, said Rob. Well, it is because it says that if you're happy and you are aware of the fact that you are happy, you should clap your hands. And the fact that nobody was clapping their hands means that nobody is happy or even worse, nobody is even aware that they are happy. Is that worse? Because like, is it worse to not to be sad Mm. or to be happy, but actually not realize that you're happy? What do you think's worse? Isn't that just like being sad? Yeah, that's just be. We we. Well, I'm j- I'm having another existential crisis <laughs> at that question. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's too much for Jackie you see to my process. Brain frazzling yeah, as it happens. You're like, whoa, that is too if much for you, me to handle. We not okay. If you're sad, you don't know you're happy. No, so like that's the whole point. No, no, no it's Happiness not. Happiness is within us. No, but think we about have to it. Cultivate like, it. So like, just say. Right now, I'm really happy, mm. but I don't know that I'm happy. So I, I guess I think that this feeling is not happiness. That's a pretty big tragedy. Like, I, that's pretty crazy. Uh, shout out all my children of abuse out there. <laughs> wow, that's dark, Jackie. Yeah. Continue the book. This is not a funny chapter. No, it's um, da- a dark chapter. Right, said Michael. The boys had walked through the next door only to find a giant corridor. They had been walking for over an hour by now. It was probably 9.30. Even though Michael had saved Rob's life, Rob was still not talking to him. In the last chapter, um, they had to jump over a pit of flame 
which was a 100-metre chasm in the ground, which they were all able to jump over. I put it down to the fact that this is set in 2050, so I think people would be able to jump 100 metres long by that point. Yeah. Have you seen all those, like, videos of the Olympics in the 40s? Yeah, and people could jump, like, one metre. Yeah, and now they all we just look do... like prancing horses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was my exact theory. I think you're correct. Uh, Come on, Rob, I saved your life, said Michael. Yeah, Rob, what are you doing this for? Asked Lockie. Come on, guys, let's go faster, said Rob, changing the subject. The boys walked for another minute. We've all said that before. (laughs) Come on, guys, let's let's go go faster. faster. (laughs) The boys walked for another minute until they saw the light shining at the end of the corridor. Okay. Are we dead? Asked Derek. And you would think if, because that's, you know, a common trope, you see a light Mm. at the end of a tunnel or corridor, Mm. you might be dead. Which, if that is a common trope, where do movies exist in this world? Yeah, surely, right? I guess so. Do movies exist in the Harry Potter world? I guess for muggles they do, but do they for wizards? They probably just do plays because they're so backward. But it's like if movies exist, why wouldn't you watch them? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't. But if you were a wizard and there was like, I don't know, like Mission Impossible came out, wouldn't you just be like, why don't they just use magic? And you just wouldn't understand that they can't. Like maybe wizards have their Mm. own form of movies that muggles can't watch. I have to think about that one. (laughs) That's another (laughs) crisis. Are we dead? Asked Derek. No, said Lockie. Come on, we're almost there, said Rob. They all began to run except Michael and they finally reached the light. Michael never runs. I've noticed that. Really? Well, from that last sentence. Just from that one sentence. I did notice. He <laughs> wasn't Just from running. the one time it's spe- specified that he I'm didn't run. I've been noticing lately something about Michael. Michael just does not like running. So they've reached the light. What is it? It was a large door. The boys pushed it open and ran inside. Michael and Rob reckon- recognised this room. And there's no G in recognised. Yeah. Which I guess the G can sometimes <laughs> be silent. Like, I guess it is recognised, but some people just say recognised. Yeah. Okay. And and to be fair, I've forgotten to do the British accent. Yeah. So it's okay, I which think. Which was, they recognised the room. Yeah. Good good accent, <laughs> like I guess. Yeah, I mean, not really. Would you like me to continue doing it? I won't. Um, almost 0% yes. So. Okay. They had seen in the Pensieve where Mr. Charger and Mailman were building the Shaft of Light. So they re- they have seen the room in the Pensieve before. Well, that's what the book just said. I didn't really need to say that. This is it, said Rob. How do you know, asked Lockie. Well, first of all, I've seen this room in the Pensieve. And second of all, it says right there. He pointed to a sign right above the door. It said SR, secret room. So that's where they've been trying to get, the secret room. Mm-hmm. And they've finally reached there. <laughs> secret room. I uh, no, sorry. It just made me think of a, a a friend of mine, another comic in Melbourne, has a joke, Jacob Sasha, about um, how is the room of requirement not always full of masturbating teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, how is it always empty when but, Harry but, wants to use it? But that's no, no but that <laughs> that's a, defeats the purpose of the room of requirement because, Why? well, I mean, generally, <laughs> if you like really needed a masturbate. You, you'd go to the room of requirement. It'd appear to you, right? Right. But you wouldn't, it wouldn't appear to someone else and there'd be two people in there masturbating because generally 
that's your alone time, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying like surely the room like he like, the, so surely sometimes it would there'd be like a engaged <laughs> no entry and then someone will come out just like zipping up their fly and say yeah. sorry man i'm done in there and then harry goes in and it hasn't transformed to the <laughs> cubicle toilet that that guy used into the big room where he can teach the t it's, it's just like come everywhere <laughs> but that's true what else could the room of requirement be used for? Like hypothetically. Because you'd think there'd be lots of students just like having a cheeky route in there as well. Yeah. like To use layman's some, terms. You know, anyone who couldn't quite make it to the, to the, the girls' lavatory. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think people go into the girls' lavatory to have like sex and then mm. moaning Myrtle? <laughs> Maybe that's why she's called Moaning Myrtle. Yeah, yeah. It's not because it's not she complains and whinges all the time. It's just because she, she's in there having a good time. It's like, do you ever put porn on but just listen to it? You don't no. watch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Usually I have the volume as low as possible. Oh, so maybe <laughs> we're learning about learning styles today. So yeah. you're a visual learner. I'm you're all- audio. <laughs> Might try that. Who knows? Secret room? Asked Derek, coming up with an idea. No, he didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Michael, maybe you and I could come down here sometime. I don't know. Just a suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty lame, said Michael. The boys looked around the room. There's no one in here, said Lockie. What? Where is Mr. Charger? Said Rob. And now think of this, like... There's no one in this room. You've been fight like they've been they jumped over a pit of flame to mm. stop Mr. Charger and they get there and the room's empty. Like you would mm. be pretty disappointed. Mr. Charger's in the other room. <laughs> the, ma- <laughs> the room of masturbatory magic. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> He's in the room of requ- the 69 room. <laughs> <laughs> he loved that in the other chapter. He did. He's, no, he's still address. sifting through all the all the all the websites that material. Were yeah, he's he's in there <laughs> sifting through it. It's taking all a right, while. Well, but we definitely need to block that one. All right, what's this one? <laughs> Pornhub. All right. Okay, I might need to just scroll through. I need the room of requirement. Oh my god, I need the room of requirement. <laughs> Dumbledore, cancel my three o'clock class. Guys, <laughs> I gotta go. Um, ah, Boris, the plan worked perfectly, said a voice that the boys knew to be Mr. Charger. Oh, things are like, okay. see, see what I said? We've been laughing a lot, but it hasn't been very funny so far. This is serious. I know, but Rob has just been screaming, What, where is Mr. Charger? <laughs> so, and Mr. Charger's now revealed himself. Yeah. So there's no cards left, really, you'd think. He thought he was so smart this whole time. He didn't have anything <laughs> against the boys. The boys got him. <laughs> right. So, but also, like, they walk in and the room's empty. So, like, is Mr. Charger just, like, hiding behind a wall and then he just peeks out and he's like, I was here all along, boys. Is Maybe he- it's, like, one of those Wizard of Oz type things. Behind, behind the curtain yeah, kind of thing. organ. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Charger's just a frail old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so the plan worked perfectly. He emerged from the darkness with a rose in his mouth <laughs> and a top hat on his usual idiotic head. He was also wearing white gloves, just like the the other people <laughs> in the dreams with JWC on their shirt. Okay, so context for a non-fan of Harry Potter and the boys. Mm-hmm. Basically, throughout the book, the boys keep having these, like, prophetic dreams. Mm. Is that a word? Prophetic? Mm. Yeah. Prophetic. No, not prosthetic. <laughs> prophetic. Like, it's like a fake. No, like a prophet. Like dreams of the future, I guess. How are you going to make and, a profit off of dreams? And the future seems to be now. <laughs> so, so they've been having a dream of this exact room mm-hmm. and there's been all these men lined up in white tuxedos with JWC on their shirt. And in an earlier chapter, Mr. Charger announced that he is a member of a choir called the Jim Wilkins Choir. So fans of the book are theorising that JWC is the Jim Wilkins Choir. Um, this is actually so weird because you just described my dream wedding. <laughs> Which part of that is your dream wedding? <laughs> Lots of men wearing white tuxedos and in a choir? Or like which Yeah, part? and then they all sing Jackie Smells Good. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it looks like we've never seen Mr. Charger in mm. the white tuxedo and white top hat or the white JWC gloves. Yeah. But this would suggest that his idiotic head is a member of the Jim Wilkins choir, which is pretty concerning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, why don't we continue? Sorry, you just said, mm, and you didn't really seem to care. Do you care about this at all? No, I'm interested, but I'm also... You're just uh, distracted about your wedding? <laughs> I was crossing my leg. No. <laughs> I, um, JWC. No, I'm just trying to... Jim Wilkins Choir. Is that mm. what you said? Yeah. Sorry, continue. I won't it interrupt be, again. It could be anything. It sounds like... Could it be... It doesn't matter. No, what? <laughs> Say JMC. <laughs> JMC Academy. Academy. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is the loosest episode of this we've I've ever done. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like I said, I did have a Vietnamese iced coffee today, and there is no. It just it changes me. JWC. Okay. All right. And then, yes. Now, why don't we continue? Said the voice that definitely belonged to Boris Mailman. Also, can we we didn't mention that Mr. Charger had a rose in his mouth. Yeah. Which, which is quite seductive. Like if your teacher who usually just like wore a smart business suit to class mm. came to school mm. in a white tuxedo and top hat with the a rose. rose in his mouth, how would you feel about that? Seduced? <laughs> would you I mean, well that's inappropriate, not by you. Like, uh, that's a physio- physiological... A <laughs> yeah, you're a student. But you're having a normal physiological response. What he's right. doing is wrong. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah, well, it is, but who's to say it's for me? Right? It's wrong. Oh, right, it could be for anyone. could yeah. be for anyone. One of the other teachers, could be possibly. Who, who are we to say how he might express himself through fashion? That's true. Do you? Did you ever watch Pokemon as a girl? Uh, yeah. Because remember Jesse and James... Mm. From Team Rocket. Yes. Remember James always used to have a rose? Yes. And it was and he always <laughs> he was a funny character because he had like questionable sexuality and yes. he like would cross dress a lot. That was mm. all that this is kind of evoking that to me. He um well, I swear to God, if Boris Mailman is it Boris Mailman who's dressed yeah. up? No, no, oh, it's Mr. Mr. Charger. Charger's dressed up. Yeah, if Mr. Charger even comes close to Pikachu, I'll kick his <laughs> And then 
Daddy, I want a pet squirrel, said the voice of Mailman. <laughs> Mailboy, that's his son. Oh, Mailboy. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Mailman and Mailboy. So you're in this evil, you're about to do this evil scheme and your son just goes, Daddy, can I have a pet squirrel? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah. Veruca, is it Veruca Salt? Ver- mm. Is that her name? Veruca yeah. something, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Veruca. That, mo- that movie slash book, Charlie and the yeah. Chocolate Factory, Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's fucked and there is a liability suit coming to Willy Wonka. Like one of- Oompa Loompas? Not just that, but well. the kids, like one of them drowns in a chocolate lake- one of them turns into a giant blueberry, and Mike TV, he become doesn't he become like a pixelated thing? No, they have to stretch him out because he gets really small. Oh, they stretch him out. That's but right. The, That's crazy. But they were naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like jail. Like you have it's to. Like, what do you want them to do? She turned into a blueberry. They had to squeeze her. <laughs> but, I just feel sorry said, for those don't kids. Eat it. And then Charlie's just like. Oh, cool. And now I own the chocolate factory. It's like, Charlie, yeah. I've been turned into a blueberry. Charlie's being groomed. <laughs> he's, he's, Charlie is so, like, far away from reality that his friend has been turned into a blueberry. And he's still like, I want to run the chocolate factory. It looks awesome. Charlie, I'm a blueberry. Look at me. You need to stay away from Willy Wonka. He is not a good man. But he gave me his chocolate factory. I know but you need to stay away from him. <laughs> All right, blue girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eiffel 65. But hey, she had a she had a great career afterwards doing like flips and stuff. As Did a, she? I don't know. I saw her flipping out of the factory. She looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to Veruca? Veruca, she she was covered in trash. So oh, she yeah. had like banana peels in her hair, and we've all bloody like been a, there. Like a fish carcass or something. <laughs> I mean, she got off easy because she can just have a shower. You can't shower off yeah. becoming a blueberry. I know she's a, <laughs> the richest of them all. That's why they couldn't turn her into a blueberry. Everyone eat her. <laughs> <laughs> but boring. At least the others get to live. Augustus Gloop. He does, does he drown? Like, does he die? He doesn't die. They okay. all live and walk out at the end, but they're yeah. all like, uh, half of them are like, half of them are disfigured. Yeah. The rest are traumatized <laughs> or they've learned a lesson depending how you look at it. Yeah. Well, maybe both. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the detour. <laughs> important question. So dragon male boy wants a squirrel. Not now dragon, you idiot. No. Don't press that, said the voice of Mailman. But obviously Dragon Mailboy disobeyed his father and pressed the button because suddenly... What, what button? I guess there's just a button. Sorry. Just a button he said just not to touch. Just a button, yeah. Um, because suddenly the lights in the room went down. Now the room was dimly lit by a green light. So and that was the seduction button to go with the rose. <laughs> it's like the one that but makes like, the bed rotate. On yeah, but, but like a red rose with dim green lighting. That mm. doesn't. But this is this is the dream. That's in exactly all what a Slytherin would think is romantic, though. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the, a dead red rose. The the dream always has a dim green light. So now we all these oh. dreams the boys have been having. It is now clear that they were projections mm. of the future. And now we are there. This is crazy. Long-time listeners will be freaking out, unlike you. I'm also freaking out because this is all this is all news to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just trying to piece it all together. You're just like, whoa. 
where have we seen this before? Said Michael sarcastically. Obviously, because this exact same thing had been playing out in his dreams that characters in the book were having. So that's what I've just explained. (laughs) Sorry about that. We should just keep reading. (laughs) His back was not hurting as much anymore and so he could stand up straight. In the last chapter, his back was torn in half. Like this way. Uh, And he was bleeding. He got torn in. His back was torn in half. Like his back split open in the middle. Okay. And there was lots of blood. I think we've just moved past that in the book. Hmm. It's a minor spinal injury. <laughs> Let's move on right yeah. along. The the dream, said Rob. Well, what a read. That was a great read. No way. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, this time it wasn't a dream. In front of the boys, hundreds of men stood, all in top hats, white suits, white gloves, and the letters JWC, Three of them emerged from the pack. Wow. Mr. Charger. Wow. Boris Mailman. Wow. And the hairy man from the dreams. So, (laughs) do you like hairy men? Do you actually like hairy men or do you prefer men who are less hairy? I do prefer less hairy men. We all have our type. a lie. The hairy man does appear in the dreams, but we don't have any idea of his identity, but here he is in the flesh Mm. or in the hair because there probably isn't much, there isn't much flesh if he's called the hairy man. Hair, hair everywhere, but not a wig to wear. (laughs) Cool. Haven't heard that one. Just made it up. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He was covered head to toe in hair. Not a single part of his body was hairless, but who was he? Um, We don't know. Who's that actor from the Addams Family with the really long hair? (laughs) Like <laughs> it's him. No, I've, I hadn't seen. I wouldn't have known that character at this stage. So it's dead. We can rule him out. Okay, Dragon was there too, but he was hiding behind his father, Derek Derrickson. I knew I could lure you down here," said Mister Charger. Now, there's a lot of parallels, and I want to make this very clear. There are a lot of parallels with what Mr. Charger does in this book mm. and how a pedophile might groom kids, which is not funny, right. but I, but we are not, I don't think we go down that route just to be clear. No. So take lots of people are commenting on that, but let's take that out of our minds. Out of the equation. Mr. Charger loves 69ing with adults <laughs> only. The hairy man walked over to Mr. Charger, just like in the dream. He whispered something into Mr. Charger's ear and pointed at Lockie. Mr. Charger nodded and the hairy man disappeared. We assume he apparates away, but we don't really know. But that is interesting. Like, Mm. there seems to be something deeper going on throughout this book with Lockie. Perhaps we'll find out later. Mm. Expelliarmus, yelled Mr. Charger. The boys were disarmed. Don't worry, I'll let you fight. But first, I want to explain the story of how this very room came to be. It was probably about 20 or something years ago. Boris and I were just wee little first years here at Hogwarts. We were wimps. We were weak. (laughs) At least he admits it. (laughs) But then we met the greatest, most dark wizard in the world, Voldemort. Pause. Bombshell. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Voldemort... I guess it's been unclear throughout the book if Voldemort... No, I think... In, actually, I think the first sentence of the book is that Voldemort is back now. It's kind of like... Have you seen Star Wars Episode Nine? No. 
Okay, so Emperor Palpatine is back. Mm-hmm. You probably haven't seen many Star Wars movies, so that doesn't matter to you. But it's kind of like that. It's the first seven. Okay. The okay, majority. So that's they just actually keep seven. making them. I yeah, can't keep get, up. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that whole Palpatine thing. Basically, Voldemort's back, and we. this is the first concrete evidence that mm-hmm. Mr. Charger and Voldemort are affiliated, and that is a scary prospect, as you would know. Yeah, except for that letter he did leave that said, you go who, and... Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot all about that. <laughs> but he didn't say Voldemort, but now he has. He said Voldemort. Then he gave us power. He told us to build a secret room in the most secretive place in the school and coincidentally we picked right here, the secret room. <laughs> we decided to build this mighty weapon, the Shaft of Light. He we stopped. Don't, we don't know what the Shaft of Light does, but it is mm. it has appeared in the book several times. I wonder if it's to do with the red rose in his teeth. <laughs> the shaft of light. <laughs> he flicked his wand and the mighty shaft of light appeared. That's impossible, said Michael. You are a squib. Do you know what a squib is in Harry Potter? Yes, it's someone who was born to a wizarding family but is not magical. There you go, correct. Such as that old groundskeeper whose name I forgot. Mr Filch is Thank a squib, you. yes. And... We did hear earlier in the book that Mr. Charger is a squib with a knack for potions, but he has been doing magic over and over again in the book, which has raised some serious questions about how he's doing that. Very clever. I am a squib. However, I have the Dark Lord on my side. He allows me to use magic, yelled Mr. Charger. Fine, just tell us where Ron Weasley is, said Michael. Oh, you are so clever. You figured out the stupid little puzzle my best student gave you, he said. Come out, Harold, he said, but not in English, in parcel tongue. Lots going on here that you wouldn't get. Basically, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Every time. You're just not. not It's just my tiny head. (laughs) (laughs) So, So basically, over the course of the book, there's been these notes dropping from the sky. Each has a letter on it and the letters spelt out Ron Weasley, right? And... We wondered who was doing these, who was sending these notes, which were called the ill-fated measures to the boys. And I think some people were theorizing it was Harold, a fifth year uh, Gryffindor boy, who they found out was a were basilisk. So he can turn into a basilisk, right? And it looks like that's confirmed. That is crazy. Do you think he's the same basilisk that was in the chamber? See, this, <laughs> no. it, hang on. This guy's a basilisk. He's a were basilisk in a secret chamber. Yeah. But he's not the basilisk from the Chamber of Secrets. Just no, I don't want anyone to be confused Don't be here. confused by that. But also, <laughs> I don't really know how the timeline of this all fits in because he said that they were at Hogwarts 20 years ago. Mm. I don't, I don't really know. I think there's just a bunch of law we have to accept happen. But yeah. This is Harold, like after a while, just original thought is dead. So in the future, there'll be new I- no new ideas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to recycle. So but this yeah. is kind of how it is in the future of this Here's a, a were basilisk in the secret room. Right. Harold? Asked Michael. The basilisk, or Harold, appeared from a giant hole in the wall. There was no mistaking this basilisk. The star-shaped birthmark was shining its brightest. Harold has a star-shaped birthmark on his head. Okay. And then so does the basilisk. That's how they know it's Harold. Mm. Its eyes looked dull and absent, like Harold was alive, but not really there. Harold, it's us, yelled Michael. Please, help! 
How dare you? Wow. Yelled Mr. Charger. Crucio! He aimed his wand at Michael. Do you know what Crucio does? That is extreme pain. Torture. The torture spell, yeah. Boom. <laughs> Ten points for Slytherin. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Charger, we can do this. Where do you think Veruca Salt would be sorted into? Ooh. <laughs> Let's sort all the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kids. So Veruca so Salt. They're all Slytherin. Charlie's <laughs> Gryffindor. <laughs> I mean, you'd think so, but I think we should analyse it more. I think Veruca is a Slytherin, right? She's the Malfoy of the movie. Yes. And you've got Augustus, who I guess would be a Slytherin, but you would have to... He has some Gryffindor qualities. He's kind of like the Neville of the... Of Are you the, just thinking that because he has orange hair and wears kind of ready orange things? No, I was That's thinking because he's a little <laughs> bit chubby, he reminds me of Neville from the first movie. <laughs> And then, mm, mm-hmm. like, I reckon Violet Beauregard could be... She could be a Ravenclaw. She could be a Ravenclaw. Yeah. And then, um, who's the... Mike TV. He'd be a Hufflepuff. He's basic as. Oh, but he's really mean. No, he's definitely Slytherin. Okay, he's a Slytherin. And then Charlie's like, like a Gryffindor. A Draco. <laughs> and then Willy Wonka, you'd think, is like the Dumbledore. You'd think mm. he'd be a Gryffindor. Absolute Slytherin. Continue the book. write in your own (laughs) fan sortings of fictional characters. (laughs) Crucio, he aimed his wand at Michael. It was the worst pain he had ever experienced in his whole life and it didn't help that his back was split. And I believe you know this spell as well. Sectum Sempra! He aimed his wand at Michael and just like when Michael accidentally used the spell, Rob Michael's... Oh, okay. So earlier in the book, Michael accidentally used Sectum Sempra on Rob, and I think it's supposed to say that, but it's missing a word. Okay, he used the spell on Rob. Michael's body was bleeding badly, as if a sword had just sliced it. Do it against Winston, said Boris. Sectum Sempra, Sectum Sempra, Sectum Sempra, yelled Mr. Charger. Ah! (laughs) yelled Michael. (laughs) Three more deep cuts appeared on Michael's chest. Are you okay? Asked Lockie. Um, let me think, Lockie. I've just been slashed by a sword literally like 12 times. What do you think? So what I love about a lot of the characters, particularly the Michael character, yeah. is it seems even when situations are most dire, he still maintains <laughs> this sarcastic persona. Like, imagine if right now... <laughs> I'm being sliced open. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, if right now I had a heart attack and you're like, are you okay? And I'm like, let me think, Jackie. <laughs> I've just had a heart attack. I need to go to hospital. I might die. Do you think I'm okay? <laughs> like, God, die then. <laughs> like, this person is, like, so defensive that they always have to be sarcastic. Like, they can't be like, no, I'm not okay. I need help. Please help me. I might die. It's like, hmm, let me think, Lucky, you idiot. <laughs> uh, where is Ron Weasley? Asked Rob. Okay, I'll tell you. He's right there, said Mr. Charger, pointing right at Rob. Me? Asked Rob. <laughs> Which I think I would say this is referencing that scene in Prisoner of Azkaban where he's like, Peter Pettigrew's alive and he's right there. And he points at Ron uh, and Ron's like, me? And he's like, no, not you, you're rat. <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> not you, behind you, Mr. Charger yelled. The boys looked behind them and there he was, Ron <laughs> Weasley, lying dead on the floor. No. But he wasn't dead. Oh, lying on the floor, but he wasn't dead. <laughs> 
which I love that. I'm dead, but just I'm by dead. looking at his his body on the floor, they can tell he's not dead. So I guess mm-hmm. he was just breathing. Maybe he's just asleep. It's possible he's just asleep. He had like one of those really cute like matching pajama sets with the hat, <laughs> and he's got a little pillow. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, guys, bloody yeah. hell!" <laughs> beep, beep, beep. It was Derek's alarm watch kind of thing that Mr. Charger had given him for Christmas in one of the earlier chapters that we thought was pointless. So this is where I want to bring up some of the genius of the author. Mm. Because, like, yeah, there was a chapter earlier where it was Christmas and it was announced that Derek got Mm. an alarm clock from Mr. Charger. And I think whoever the guest was on that episode and me, we just thought it was funny and stupid. But look at at it now. Like, apparently it's plot relevant. It's beeping. Mm. Crazy. I, I like that um I really like that the author has such a good memory about what's happened so far in the book. Yeah. Well I'm doing the podcast every week, so <laughs> bloody well hope so. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person who actually Well, I don't even remember no, what I happens meant within in the book. The book. Oh within like the, the, book. the narrator of the book yes. is like reminds the reader. Yes. <laughs> I like that like, because I just remember. Hey, Harry found a diary and just remember this might be important later, everyone. Remember that last chapter? That was pretty good, right? Yeah, so (laughs) something in this chapter might be... This is like (laughs) when you're at school, did you ever read the book Holes? Yes. Do you remember Holes, how like there were all these little kind of things in it that eventually Mm. became relevant towards the end? Like all the storylines sort of intertwined that's a great book and I read it in year seven when I wrote this so I feel like there's Mm. me trying to channel my inner Louis Saka the author of holes Saka wrote holes Louis Saka (laughs) oh (laughs) what did you think I said are you saying Louis CK wrote holes (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Louis C.K. wrote Holes backstage at a comedy club. <laughs> In between wanks. He was like, what if there was this boy who went to camp and they had to dig holes? Because you know how much I love holes. And put Louis C.K. pitched in there. the idea of the, of the book and the, it got lost in translation a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Louis no, his name's Louis Saka. <laughs> oh, I see you're still wearing the watch I gave you for Christmas, Christmas Mr. <laughs> Derrickson. <laughs> 10 o'clock, I believe it says right now. So look how orchestrated this has been from mm. the charge master, mm-hmm. Mr. Charger. To the what, minute. That's what I call him. Huh? Asked Michael. At 10, one will die. It's 10 o'clock on the 10th of June, said Rob. Wow. I don't know what that means. Oh, so there was a prophecy that uh, was given to them that said, we're at 10, one will die. And they've been like, oh, shit. Well, at 10, and one there, will die. There were 10 ill-fated measures. Mm. Now it's 10 o'clock on the 10th of June. How many men in tuxedos are there? <laughs> well, Is there 10? <laughs> I don't think that's specified, but it said, didn't it say there was like rows and rows of them? Like there's and how many per row? Because <laughs> if there's 3.3 per row and there's three rows, <laughs> then... Yeah, I mean, there's 10 guys. And that, that, that tracks, that's fine. One of them's just been cut into thirds. <laughs> we didn't get the dance moves down in time. That's yeah. yeah, you're last on the list. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yes, and now unfortunately for you, Mr. Weasley, you will die, Mr. Charger said. You will never kill me, yelled Ron. He had sprung up from the ground. Is that so, said Mr. Charger. Sorry, do you think anyone, like, someone's, like, held a gun to someone and they've just been like, you will never kill me, and then they just, like, (laughs) fire the Because, like, Mr. Charger effectively just has a gun, you know, a wand with a Vada Kedavra, bam, he's dead. He's like, you'll never kill me. He could kill him right then and there. Why don't they just get guns? Yeah, that's true. Is that so, said Mr. Charger. Mailmen and the men in the white suits all laughed. One of them even did a small fart, which caused everyone to laugh even more. <laughs> and the other thing we've seen a few times in this book is that one, like there's the author really enjoys using farts as a tension breaking device, <laughs> but two, like I like how it says everyone laughed even more. So it implies even like the boys. even the boys like, all right, like I know th- this situation's no. fucked, but like, can we all put it aside? <laughs> that was pretty funny. He farted. <laughs> Come on, guys, it's a serious moment. <laughs> Come on, you're talking about killing Ron. You can't be doing a fart. Of course we're going to fucking laugh. Jesus Christ. Oh, nearly killed us all with that fart, mate. <laughs> I don't know why, as a 13-year-old, I just thought... Farts like, are still funny, That though. actually is funny, though. Like, the idea of, like, someone holding people hostage and then one of them <laughs> farting and everyone, including the hostage, is like, all right... This is fucked, but farts are funny. Let's all take a break. Come yeah. on. We're all human. We've all been there. <laughs> they just all break for a second and then immediately like back into it. All right, guys, back into it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, well, why don't I explain something to you? A few years ago, I travelled around Spain. I met a dark wizard there, a wizard you probably know as Voldemort. So May have there, heard of him. There is a question mark after Voldemort. So you might know him as, uh, I don't know, Voldemort, the darkest wizard of all time. Have you you heard of him, Ron? Yes, I've heard of him. Have you? Have you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I went to Spain with him. It was actually really nice. <laughs> it was awesome. It was like the best week ever. I'm like, yeah. we're going to meet up next time we're there. He's living there now. Yeah, no, it's actually really good. It's like the, the coffee there. Yeah, <laughs> and like... I don't know, like, and it's just so close. To, like, you don't even have to just do Spain. You can travel, like, anywhere. Like, <laughs> Voldemort's like, come to, like, come up to, like, the UK. Like, it's just a short flight. I'm like, nah, I got to get, I got to travel, you know. <laughs> I think. It's Harry Potter Euro trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is actually a reference to, like, in Philosopher's Stone, you know how Quirrell Professor Quirrell with the turban. Mm. I think he said he was traveling in Peru or Brazil or something, and mm. that's where he met Voldemort. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I was like, what's a country like Peru? Mm. And I was like, Spain. I guess, <laughs> where is Peru? Is Peru in South America? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess like because they speak Spanish in South America, I'm like, yeah, mm. per- Spain. Of course Voldemort would be just like, <laughs> Can you imagine like you're at the airport, You've flown from Melbourne to Spain mm. and like you just get off, off the plane and Voldemort's just sitting there like on his phone, just chilling. He's like, oh, g'day. Yeah. <laughs> like, Voldemort, is that you? Yeah, I'm just hanging out here now. I don't, I mean, I'm done with the dark arts. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> done just chilling in Spain. I've got a wife. I've got a kid. He's joined the I? church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so, so Mr. Charger. He does like the master of, young, uh, master of none with Aziz yeah. and like goes to learn to make pasta. pasta. <laughs> and he's just, I can just picture him, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Like, imagine Voldemort. Imagine Voldemort. He's let his beard <laughs> It's like so the Ministry of Magic is like, Voldemort, we're here to arrest you. Hey, guys, just leave it. I've got a wife and kids here. They don't need to know about what I did in the UK. <laughs> Started just, a new life. I'm starting again. Can't you let me move on? Well, you killed all these people. I know, but I'm starting again. What am I going to tell oh, my wife? Mass genocide <laughs> against all the muggles. You don't remember that? <laughs> what? You're going to look at Voldemort Jr. over there. You're going to take his daddy away from me? <laughs> <laughs> daddy, what's going on? Nothing, Voldemort Jr. Go to your mom. <laughs> Okay, so Mr. Charger <laughs> met Voldemort. A Eurotrip in Spain. <laughs> <On a> Eurotrip. <laughs> but also, this also doesn't... Can I just... Sorry, I'm so sorry. Didn't If we scroll up, didn't he say before, earlier in the chapter, that he was at Hogwarts and that's where he met Voldemort and Voldemort told them mm. to build the secret room? And now he's saying, a few years ago, I travelled around Spain and I met Voldemort. Like the timeline is, there's two separate timelines I'm here. I'm starting to wonder if we can even trust this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been to Spain. Like, he seems pretty normal. <laughs> he's well read. He's travelled. Yeah. Mm, so I met him and then I began to work with him. Then Weasley here defeated him. So it, I guess by that, that Weasley here defeated him, it, mm. it suggests that Mm. since Deathly Hallows, Voldemort has been back and Ron Weasley defeated him. Mm. And now he's back again. Mm. So there's parts of the story we've missed, I guess. Yeah. Or is it like possible that there's like a subset of, you know how there's like Holocaust deniers? Maybe there's like (laughs) Harry Potter deniers. Yeah, they like only believe. Oh, Harry Potter deniers. Yeah, Harry didn't do it. Like Ron did all the work. (laughs) No, I I think Harry's sort of lost his mind a bit based in this book. So it makes sense that Ron had to take over right. from his duties, but yeah. Okay. Um, but I was generous enough to give him a home on my body. I became a master of the dark farts, a new form of the darkest and smelliest magic <laughs> and taught my master all of it. Now he is even better than me. So now I will show you, Ron, why? No. How? I will kill you, Mr. Charger said. The next few moments seemed to happen in slow motion for the boys because every single part of it was equally equally bizarre and unexpected. Mr. Charger bent down and began to pull down his pants. Again, not a pedophile. No. Uh, he uh, slowly... Yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> or that we know of because some, they don't come out <laughs> until very late. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh at that. He slowly pulled down his white trousers, revealing some white undies with dinosaurs on them. <laughs> this was already Cause weird. Because it is, it is possible <laughs> that, like, you know, it's possible that Hitler wore dinosaur undies. You know, it's possible I'm that bad people wear cute, cute undies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like what they're printing undies with in the wizard world. Well, well, hang on. You said Hitler. I'm thinking of World War II. Do they even... Have they, printers? Yeah. Could yeah. they print materials like that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is not the point. Not the point. Not the point. The point is I think the undies had dinosaurs. Yeah. On them. And you got to ask, what dinosaurs? Triceratops, mm. Apatosaurus, T-Rex, mm. 
Brontosaurus, Stegosaurus. They're all we don't know. Yeah. It does change a lot. It changes, it changes the vibe. Because if it's a T Rex, mm. you can understand. Mm. If it's a Brontosaurus, you're like, mm. oh, why would an evil man wear Brontosaurus undies? Yeah. I got nothing for you there on that <laughs> one. I'm so sorry. This was already weird. And then everyone was making a WTF kind of face. Like, <laughs> like uh, what the hell? Wait, what? <laughs> What the hell, Mr. Charger? Is everything okay? <laughs> but then things got even weirder. He removed the dinosaur undies and revealed himself. I'm shocked, but I can't, I never saw this coming. <laughs> Completely nude from the front down, a sight nobody wants to see from a teacher and especially someone trying to murder them. Once he had finished, he said nothing. Just standing there with his willy visible. So your teacher mm. is part of a murderous cult and removes his pants to show his dinosaur undies, then removes his undies to you. And Harry you're just really st- has done nothing. <laughs> this, where is Harry? Harry's gone crazy. He's headmaster of the school, but he's like a man child now. That's why Ron is like in charge. So, and this this is the problem with society, guys. The signs were there all along that he was going to do this and we just let him keep going. We just, when he was asking about the sexy website, He's emailing parents about porn sites and we said, that's, oh, it's, he's, just, he's, it's just a porn site. It's not a big deal. And look at this, look at dinosaur this. undies. I actually have dinosaur undies. <laughs> I'm, not, oh. I'm not wearing them now, but I have like undies with green little... Dinosaurs on them. What kind of dinosaurs? I don't know. I'll check. <laughs> I also have Stormtrooper undies that I bought when I was I was dating a girl who liked Star mm. Wars. Mm. So I bought Stormtrooper undies. Um, why is that? So, that's fine. You're. Really, why are you so embarrassed by that? Because I just thought it would be like a funny thing. You think you have to have like, like manlier undies that no. have like <laughs> buffalo wings on them or something? Like. Beer, a beer in a car. No, I just thought it was funny because I like I knew she loved Star Wars. And I, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll totally buy these Stormtrooper undies. And like, you know, then she'll see them. Mm. Like, wow, Stormtrooper undies. You love Star Wars. Why would you be wearing them as undies? Like, Do you want to storm my troop now? Yeah, oh. look, that's what I thought. You didn't. Anyway. <laughs> Are we missing something? Because at the moment, we can just see your doodle, Mr. Charger, <laughs> said Michael. Coming through with the sarcasm. He's never. He's always on. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Charger, you, you realise you're just... Full frontal nudity. You haven't. You said you were going to tell us how you're going to kill Ron. Is it with your penis, or is, it, <laughs> is there something we're missing here? <laughs> and we're coming to the end of the chapter. Oh my dark lord! My mistake," said Mister Charger, giggling a bit, <laughs> <laughs> causing everyone to lightheartedly giggle a bit at the absurdity of all this. Another one of those like. All right, like, you're going to kill us, but, like, how crazy is this? Whatever this is, <laughs> is crazy. This is Mr. Charger, okay. He, did he mean to? I'm sorry, I read the next sentence. I'm going to read it for. Okay, and, okay, you read it and we will respond to it. Mr. Charger turned around and unmistakably, where an anus should have been, there was a face. It was Radio Mike's face. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew it. Those dinosaur, those dinosaur aunties. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> no, but it does say there was a face. Though. Unmistakably, where an anus should have been, there was a face. End of chapter. And like insane. Like I think it's clear that because obviously. At the end of Philosopher's Stone, Professor mm. Quirrell unwraps his turban. Yeah. Voldemort's on the back of his head. Yeah. Voldemort obviously thinks, well, in the past it kind of worked with that Quirrell guy. Maybe I'll go attach mm. myself to Mr. Charge's bum. Was like, that was too obvious last time. Yeah. No one will expect. Because, like, I'll do, like, the two years on his bum. Mm. I'll, you know, mm. accept that. You know, my mouth is going to have poo coming out of it. And then once I'm revived, it'll all be mm. worth it. Right? Plus, he knows it's safe because Mr. Su- Mr. Charger's more of a suck kind of guy. <laughs> more of a what? A suck kind of guy? He's more of a <laughs> He's more of a suck than a fuck. So, you know, the butthole's clear to go. <laughs> but, like, I think because, like, the professor, not to toot my own horn, but the professor Quirrell thing is mm. is a bit of a shock. Like Voldemort's on the back of his head and me, yeah. a 13-year-old, goes, what is like a funnier version of mm. that? And I'm like, how funny would it be if Voldemort's face and was on a teacher's ass instead of the back of his head? Crazy. <laughs> and the, the chapter in Philosopher's Stone, the book, is called The Man With Two Faces. And then I've called this the man with no anus. And, like, a whole slew of questions come come up here. Yeah. Because it's like, is the face on one of the cheeks or is there just, like, where a butt should be? Mm. It's just cut off and there's a face? Or, like, what, what do you – how are you picturing it? I'm picturing, like – if you look at his butt and spread the cheeks, okay, so there the, will be a face where the butthole is. The cheeks are there. Is cheeks that, are there. Yeah, because it does say the man with no anus, not mm. the man with no gluteus maximus. Yeah. So do you think, Mr. Charge, <laughs> he turns around and he has to, like, bend down and spread his cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> I think he has to do that. He has to do that. <laughs> so he's just... <laughs> Go on. I oh, know. So he's just like, you know, he's, but it's also funny <laughs> because like, it's funny because like he takes his undies off and like everyone's just looking at his dick mm. and he doesn't even think, oh, like he, he, he doesn't think, oh, they can't see Voldemort. Fuck, I have to turn around. And then like, are we mm. missing something? And then he turns around. Yeah, I think it's funny that he has to, like, the mouth, (laughs) it's, like, squashed on the inside of his bum cheeks and then the mouth is the bum hole, but he has to kind of, like, allow it to speak by moving it. And also, like, as he talks, Mm. as Voldemort talks, which we might see in the next Mm. chapter, as Voldemort talks, he can't help but let some farts out. So he's like... Harry Potter, <laughs> the boy who wait, sorry, I spat all over you. But. And it's like this is the like the least dignified we've seen Voldemort. Mm. It's crazy. I just want to know what's going to happen next. Voldemort has he's really fell off these last. <laughs> he's so desperate for a body he's willing to because have you ever thought that like i'm sorry we will wrap Mm. up soon but voldemort as a human as a man Mm. 
he poops. You don't think of that much, but like, like all of us, he has to sit down. Mm. <laughs> well, can they? Well, this is the thing: is there not a spell? A spell to puis remuis. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> yeah. um, nice, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what a way to yeah, what a way to live. And mm. well, then who who did the earlier fart? Was it maybe Voldemort letting slip <laughs> that he was there? We might never know. <laughs> and that's where they were giggling. But, but there was a chapter earlier in the book where um, Mister Charger was in a room by himself talking to someone. And then the boys walked in and he quickly pulled his pants up. Now it's clear that he was talking to Voldemort yeah. on his bum. And I think in your mm. chapter in the email, he said, this little arrangement I've got going with Voldemort or the Dark Lord isn't oh, working for yeah. me. That was probably the face to bum arrangement, but right. not not face to bum in the way that we might have thought. Now, see, because <laughs> I also wonder, do you get to choose where in your body you put them or is this like a... This is something gone horribly wrong. <laughs> like, do you think like Voldemort wanted the back of the head? Yeah, they, yeah. And then Mr. Charger just heard back and thought, maybe he just means my bum. Like, and also every time Mr. Charger sits down, does Voldemort just get hurt? Like, there's so many questions. No, because we, like, we already established the cheeks are still there. Yeah, true. So they're a, a cushioning. Yeah. But. So he's fine. He's between the cheeks. It's certainly not a comfortable life. Well, I okay. Well, here's the thing: if it's Voldemort's face like this yeah. out of the butthole, right? Is his whole body then inside no, the colon, no. and like it's just his face? Left going out? No, he's Isn't not. He one of the small people no. <laughs> from the start of the podcast. Not the paparazzi. No. I don't think Voldemort isn't like an unborn child inside Mr. Judge. I think he's, he's like just, he's just <laughs> he's waiting to be born, but Mr. Judge has hemorrhoids. He's like, it's just too painful to squeeze you out. Like you just have to stay there. All right. The man with no anus. Jackie, thanks oh, yeah. for coming back on the pod. Will you do a, thir- a third chapter? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I need to know. Um so you can find Jackie on Instagram at Illfection. Yep. And you do you have a website now or is it just a link tree? It's yep. just a link tree. It's just a link tree. Yeah. Go so on your on Instagram Illfection or TikTok Illfection or YouTube Illfection. Yeah. You can see links and you're doing like heaps of stand up comedy now. Yeah. Which is really cool. Talk talk about that to wrap up. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so I do stand-up comedy um, performing all over Melbourne. I normally do like one or two shows a week. Um, I put all my shows in the link in my bio. So if you do want to come out and watch me sometime, you can just click the cool button and then you'll uh, it'll do it and it's good. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is the 14th of July, which just reminds me it's my dad's birthday tomorrow and I haven't got him a present, but cool. Um, you're doing two shows on the 14th of July. so I'm doing one show now. Oh, you're doing one. Yeah. So if you listen to this on the day it comes out and then you're like, what should we do tonight? Like, where is the show? Do you want to okay. just plug that? Yeah, it's in Melbourne CBD, although I think it might be almost sold out. Oh, okay. Well, um, that's your guys' fault for not listening sooner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go check out Jackie's stuff. There'll be more shows. Go hit the link. Hit the, hit the link. Thanks, guys. Goodbye, Hamora. Jackie? Goodbye, more horrors. Ooh, 69. <laughs> <laughs>
This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com. 